It's sitting pretty, baby. The new narrative. Yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the new narrative, a weekly IG live talk show where we talk with other influencers with disabilities to create a new narrative about the disability community. So we're gonna be talking about um, body positivity, about fitness training. Um, we're gonna be talking about um, just manhood as a man with a disability. We're gonna be talking about a lot of stuff. So let me bring in my guest. Yo! <laughs> What's the dealio? What's going on? How you doing? I am good. How are you? I'm good, boss. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. good. Well, I hope you're just as excited about this chat as I am. I am, of course. I feel like th this is going to be fun because, you know, I had told Brian, like, look, you know, this is my show. Everyone else, how I get down. I'm super completely oh. unfiltered. And so it's going to be a vibe. So first we have to do a little bit of background so that people understand who you are, what you do, um, you as a fitness trainer, and that little bit of background. Uh, well, First off, my name is Brian Williams. I'm half man, half amazing, if you didn't know, so now you know. Um, <laughs> I'm originally from Oklahoma. I moved to California in 2006, uh, played ball at Compton College for two years, got a scholarship to a four-year university, um, was in a motorcycle accident, like literally two weeks before I was getting ready to leave. I'm thrown mm. off the bike, snapped my spine in half, um, and my life just changed from that. That was the age of 22. So I've been in California ever since then, and um, it's just been a journey. It's been a, it's been a ride. You know, the ride's been up, the ride's been down, but uh, you know, it's just been coasting. And I love that you explain your journey as like recognizing that there's ups and downs to this thing. You know what I mean? Because that's a pretty traumatizing experience. Like two years before you come to California, you you have your motorcycle a accident. It happened in California. Oh, happened in California. Yeah, it happened. Well, I was so I was I was 19 when I moved to Cali, um, and three years later, 22, I had the injury. So the whole goal was to just move here and play ball and get a scholarship to a four year, which I did. And then I literally had the accident two weeks before I was getting ready to leave. You know, so my plan wasn't to live in California. My plan wasn't to be here. My plan was to be somewhere in the states and a different state and a four year school, and then after that, maybe get a, a shot to the NFL. So. You know, things didn't work out the way it was supposed to. But, you know, they say when you plan it out, God really laughing at you, you know. So he sat me down and now I'm doing something different. I love that. I, yes, I love that you said he sat me down and now I'm doing something different. That is That's so, right. I, I fuck with that. I like that. I like yes, that. So I know as a fellow wheelchair user, people really mistaken what our abilities really are, what we can or cannot do. And yeah. they make these assumptions of what we're able to do. So I could just naturally imagine and assume that you as a man, as a fitness trainer, people maybe not even initially treating you with respect probably. Did you have any of those experiences or what was that like? I went through every emotion, man, and I still go through every emotion. You know, I go yeah. through the up, you know, the, the, you know, it was it's different stages that I go through. You know, for one, there is no boundaries 
going to limit ourselves psychologically, mentally. The physical is just a vessel, just a body. The body going to follow if the mental is right. So I went through every emotion, and I still do go through every emotion. Um, anger, frustration, mad, sad. You know, um, I was always into fitness. I got into fitness. I was in fitness when I was actually working out to play ball, but I didn't really know how to do the nutrition part. I was just eating to play ball to get big and then work out and then, you know, on the football fields, you know. So now it's it's a, it's a different animal. You know, once you really understand and comprehend how nutrition plays a big role and when it comes to your physique, right? it's really 90% nutrition, 10% workouts, you know, and a lot of people get that confused. So I got into fitness after my injury was something. It was like an outlet that I was needing, something I was looking for. My confidence wasn't there at the time, but I actually went back to the gym and started working out again. And I remember there was this young lady. She would like continuously ask me, like, "Hey, do you need help? What's going on?" Like, you know, I'm, me being shy at that time, like, "No, I got it, I got it." You know, because yeah. my insecurities, yeah. Yeah. all the emotions was there. I was afraid that basically, like. Women wouldn't accept me for who I was now that I'm sitting down. I was 22, you know, and play ball and being this young man, like, no, I'm supposed to be able to walk. I'm supposed to be able to do X, Y, and Z, and I can't. So, therefore, that's nothing that I can give her. She basically gave me confidence, you know, and was like, hey, I'll help you. I was like, okay, put the 45 on for me. And then that snowball from training one girl to bringing her friends to bringing more friends. The next thing, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm tapping into something. And my comfortableness is, is when it comes to women, is very – it's easy for me. I've always dealt with women my whole life. You know, my auntie, my grandmother, my mothers, um, just women in general. That's very, that's the easiest thing that I can deal with when it comes to women. So I tapped into, like, you know what? Let me start training. You know, let me, mm -hmm. let me do something else. So let me do what I already know. I'm already I good at it. it. So let me tap into that. Instead of trying to figure out what else could I be doing, let me do what I already know that I can do. You know, so once I did that, it just... It went the whole another 360. It just snowballed I, and kept coming around full circle. I love that because I don't know if you saw the show Black as Fuck on Netflix yet, but it's hilarious. I, I've seen some of it. I've seen some of okay. it. Okay. So there's an episode with Tyler Perry where he talks about how he super serves his niche. And I always find that to be very important because that's essentially what I do, right, is like building confidence within the disability community and sharing people's stories and sharing my own stories and experiences to really create a new narrative about everything. And I think that's super dope that you are tapping into your niche and super serving that. Um, I feel like you do yourself a disservice if you don't. You know, it's, it's right. a God-given ability that you already have that you don't have to work hard at. You know, and right. when you do work hard at it, it's going to become 10 times even greater. You know what I'm saying? So right. why do yourself a disservice if you know it's something that you're capable of already doing? You know, and now now that you know you're able to do those things, now let's advance those things. Let's make it better now. And then exactly. once you make those things better, you become great at that. Now you can start to capitalize on something else that you're good at. You know, right. so why not? Exactly. See, no wonder you're a fucking fitness trainer. You know how to talk to people. You know what you're doing. It, hey, I, I, that, takes, that takes time. <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm learning for the rest of my life. You know, it's this, this is a, uh, what's the word they use? Um, you're going to keep elevating as you go. If you're right. not growing, then you're dying. If you're staying at right. this certain level, like, I, it really gets under my skin once I, when I plateau, once I feel as if I can tell me knowing who I am, I can tell when I'm kind of like, okay, things are at a halt. Now it's time yeah. for you to jump that bridge and do something else. You know, right. it, I, right. I love that. I love that.
Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I definitely be having those same moments. You could listen. You can ask my mom. I'd be like, Mama, I feel like I'm not doing enough. It, it's it's. it's and you really are doing that, a lot. You're right, and I'm really doing the most. Actually, never, is what I'm doing. You never become complacent, man. Exactly. Um. So. The reason I really wanted you here, too, is because I wanted to talk about body positivity from both perspectives, right? One, you train women specifically. That's what you specialize in as a trainer. And then also you just being a man, um, because a lot of times people don't get the perspective of men who have disabilities and what they go through and their mindsets and navigating their body confidence and their just natural confidence and all these things. So I want to tap into both. So tell me, what are some of the things you do to keep your self-confident? And then also, how do you encourage women, especially your clients, to be positive about themselves and how they, you know, live in their bodies. Of course. Uh, you know, you know, it's, it's funny you say that. Like, it really, for me, it kind of goes back to um, I, I enjoy making others happy. Like, mm. I, I really, like, I have my own confidence within myself, but if I have the individuals around me that aren't on a certain type of level, it makes me, I got to give them a little boost. I got to give them a little something. So encouraging others encourages me to keep going, mm. you know, especially when I have like individuals like yourself or people that's following us that say, Hey, I see you keep working, keep doing it. That's a boost yeah. of confidence right there. You know, yeah. that, that extra little, those extra little words just kind of help. You already have it, but you can only go so far alone. Right. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm here, but it's like when you get a little bit of, boost behind you a team behind you it, it boosts you it keeps you motivated keeps you going so for me personally i was just talking to someone today about having a, a party in my studio next month you know for my birthday or something like i really do enjoy seeing people around me happy so mm. and those mm. are the, those are the things it's not the tangible things that make me happy i can get those i can right. purchase those i can work my ass off to get to that point Right. I, I really endure and really love the individuals around me just to be happy and see them happy. Okay, what can we do to get to another level? Okay, let's yeah. do those things. Okay, I'm going to keep going because you're going to keep going. Kind of like we push each other, we motivate each other. So that's one of my biggest things, man. Like, that's what keeps me going when, when it comes to my motivation, uh, my yeah. confidence. I, I naturally just already have a confidence that I just learned to endure. Like, I just learned to create within myself i learned to create that that type of yeah. confidence but now yeah. i want to give that i want to give you that energy i want to get that to you too even if right. i see your confidence is kind of low or down when it's really not i'm just need me to boost you up and sometimes i need that too i, I think is everything just goes in a circle like we kind of play off each other yeah. unless you're selfish yeah you know, i'm not a selfish person my heart is pure my heart bigger than my body so right. it's, it's i love to see the individuals around me uh prosper man i love it i love that and that's so interesting that you say that because my previous guest drew she's a little woman and she uses body positivity as her way to advocate for people with disabilities and the little people community and she essentially said the same thing that it 
boils down to your mentality. It boils down to the people around you who help you give the confidence that you need to feel confident about yourself and the bodies that we were given, whether they went from able to disabled or they go from skinny to big, big to like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just, it's the people around you that, that make you feel great. That's part of my message as well is just like i tell people all the time like it's up here it's up here no matter what a doctor says no matter what a professional says if you got this straight up here your body follows of course we can control that we control we can control it mentally you know and it's it's i like to have conversations with certain individuals and i you know having this conversation is, is, is eye-opening too um yeah. like the the mental is far more powerful than the body when it comes to anything like and of right. course it's very difficult of course it's like when yeah. someone wants to drop body fat yeah and if you're dropping you know your body's at a caloric deficit meaning you're eating less calories and you have a difficult time finding your body to drop body fat well what else is going on in your life are you stressed out are you mentally mm. going through some things are you ill? Like there's always something else that's stopping you from dropping body fat you know so it's the psychological mental uh, of everything is is very important man it's very important i love it's it important. it takes it's definitely a journey man and a lot of people you know get that confused on and i was that person too when i was younger i think yeah. th just the body and that's why i was so mentally distraught because i didn't have my legs anymore so therefore i'm not able to do x y and z the first right. year of my injury it was very difficult you know but once i developed like everything is mental for you now yeah. you've always been that you just didn't realize it because you were so used to using your physique and your body for x y and z now you have to really establish your mindset and then the body will follow like you said i'm so glad you brought that up because i really want you to talk about that transition going from being a young man you said 22 right when you were uh -huh. injured 22 you know being a man who was able to walk play football do this and that four-year scholarship and all of these things to being a wheelchair user like what did that really really do to your confidence to your masculinity to your manhood oh man you go from you know a young boy teenager to a young man you know and then moving to california at 19 having all the confidence in the world feeling like you can't be touched own apartment full shebang um mm. all of a sudden your life comes to a halt it just yeah. stops you're instantly paralyzed i remember hitting the pavement and my tongue was hanging so i was bleeding from the mouth and i knocked a tooth out so i spit that up and i got you know i, I remember i just couldn't move anything i couldn't move nothing i couldn't i didn't know i was paralyzed at all so when i went to the hospital did an operation they did my jaw did my back uh put screws 12 screws in my spine two rods um the transition from having all the confidence in the world to now i was feeling as if you're less of a person mm -hmm. i'm not even talking about a man i'm talking about less of a person like right. who are you now like, yeah. Who are you? You know, I didn't even know who I was at that time. I was I remember going home. It was just, I wouldn't get out the house for a whole year. Mm. I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't go anywhere. My my best friend would have to come get me out, bro. Let's, I'm like, nah, bro, I ain't going nowhere. I was I was so worried about what others would think of me. You know, how would they perceive me? Like I'm in this mm. wheelchair. I won't know myself being in a wheelchair. I'm I'm 22. So then um, it it I went through every emotion at that time. I was first I was I was confused. 
because I didn't know what was going on because the doctors didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, once I realized what I, what was going on, I was paralyzed. Now um, I was angry first. I was mm-hmm. angry first because it happened. This shouldn't happen to me. Now I'm hurt. Like, mm-hmm. why? Like, now I'm, I'm going through every emotion. So yeah. it took it took literally a whole year to two years to say, like, you know what? Okay, let's start to try to do something. Let's get yeah. out the house. Let's go back to school. Let's do what you know. Right. So I went back to school two years later. Uh, went back to, uh, I went to Dominguez, got my BA. So I just, I had the transition of finding myself again. I had yeah. to figure out who I was again. And I just had to go through it and I had to rebuild that confidence. Like I said, that, that, that one girl in that gym actually helped me build my confidence back to know, oh, it was okay for me to be in the position that I was in. Um, at first, I was going through the motion of living my life in a chair. I was just, all right, I'm going to just yeah. push around. I'm going to just go to class. I'm going to just, but I wasn't really doing what I love to do. And once I tapped into that friend of mine at that time, she actually helped me and build that confidence. And it slowly, gradually came back. And then, um, look at like, the oh. power of a woman. I'm just going like, to throw oh, that out there. Hey, the power hey, of a woman. Hey, that every, shit is every, real. every man needs a backbone. <laughs> that part. Every man, every man needs a backbone. I ain't finna sit up here and lie, boy. Yeah, I just what? Every man needs a backbone. It's stability. It gives you stability, you know? There but, we go. There we go. Hey, I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. You know, if I ain't got no good backbone, no spine, then what? You know, I'm not yeah. 22 no more, you know, so you got to do part. things differently. So yeah. it, it was just building the confidence. I had to learn how to re- redefine who I was. More importantly, just let me figure out myself. And I'm still figuring out who I am. Even if I wasn't in this chair, I will always be reinventing myself continuously. Like, yeah. like there's always room for growth. There's always room for more. As right. always, like if you if you plateau, if you come to a halt, then like you just if you're happy with that, okay, cool. Yeah. Like if you're happy with being right there, nothing against you. Right, but of course. Me, of course. Me, if me, I have to just keep going. I don't care if I fall five times, as long as I keep rising to the occasion. You know, I'm yeah. okay with that. You Absolutely. Know, so the the you know it it took me a while to mentally just get there. It took me a while, and I'm still learning. You right. know, and, and manhood, all that. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. can allow your ego to get the best of you. You can't allow your ego to get in the way of certain things. You know, you, you just can't do that to yourself. I, I love that. And I love that you tapped into ego because ego really does destroy so much. My dad uses ego as an acronym. And yeah. so he says ego is edging God out. And that always like resonates with me because I'm like, yeah, like anytime I know I'm operating from my ego, I'm like, okay, I got to chill out. I yeah. gotta pause and sometimes we don't know it. We don't recognize it. And to answer your question, I don't, I don't think I ever answered it. I think you said something, have some individuals came to you and was like, oh, how can you be a trainer or you're in right, a wheelchair? Yes, or, yes. I've gotten that since I've been in this chair. Like when I used to train at 24 Fitness. Yeah. You know, and people come up to me like, cause like literally I would have like a group of eight, nine girls just trolling me at 24 Hour Fitness and we going through different machines and stuff until they wanted to kick me out, you know, but I would reach out to certain individuals and girls, even females. I had one girl was like, literally like looked me up and down and was like, how can you, I'm not going to be, you know, rude because she doesn't know. So I'm going to educate her. You know, right. I'm not going to put it and be defensive on those things. You know, I know who I am. I know, I understand. Right. I understand if I was other person looking on the flip side, I would probably think the same thing. Right. So I, you know, just come work out with me, see what happens. Right. You know, and it happens, man, but, 
it's not that you're proving that to that individual. You just know what you're capable of. And then on top of that, you have to understand where they're coming from too as well. Now, if the tables were turned, I'm sure that I would think the same way too as well. Like, what happened to Buddy? Like, he right. looks young. Why is he in that chair? He can't do right. X, Y, and Z. All right, let me show you. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the same experiences that I have as well because people will look at me and be like, wait, why are you in a chair? Literally, because I'm ambulatory, right? So I still have the ability to stand up and walk around. Yeah. And I literally, somebody thought that I was a scammer. Like they, they came to my apartment and they was kicking it with me. And then I got out my chair and started walking around and motherfuckers was like, whoa, is this like scamming to get a disability hey, I can tech? show you like, that and I can tell you. Listen, it's a real thing, right? So trust, I, I totally get it because people really don't know. And, but I get the flip side too, because similar to you, I wasn't born with a disability. Is it really, is it really a disability though? Listen, because I've been winning as fuck from my wheelchair. So you know what I'm <laughs> it's how you choose to look at it. You know, some some people don't have really have those lenses that we have. So exactly, we, we it's only a thing when you put a name behind it. Take the name right. away. Then what is it? Exactly. No, I totally get it. Um, the question that I do ask every guest is, what do you want the new narrative to be when discussing? body positivity and being a wheelchair user i would really say it's we can't really speak upon the body until we're mentally stable until we're mentally in in a great place of wanting the body to change and to be a certain way of what you want it to be in the positivity like your body can only be as positive as your mind can be you know mm. so if if you're mentally not there then you can't even discuss the body until you have a conversation with yourself mentally or a therapist or whoever you choose to talk to and get right here because of that, your body is going to then follow afterwards. So it's very hard to speak upon the body if you're just not mentally there, you know, like, and I know there's a question that he's going to ask me, but I'm really big on that because I now understand it. Yeah. Because if your mental is not there, we cannot even talk. You know, Hollywood show these girls a certain way. This girl needs to be 110 pounds. And if you're 190 pounds, you're not pretty. You're not beautiful. And, and 190 pounds, you're gorgeous. You're fucking gorgeous. You're phenomenal. You look great. And then you're going to psych yourself out psychologically. So, therefore, you're going to lower your standards, lower yourself, eat less, get super skinny, not be happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The body only follows what the mind tells it to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we can't even talk about the body until we are mentally there, right. you know? So, but of course we all want to look good. We all want to be fed. Of course, man, like right. we can all look like that, but let's have a, let, let me have a conversation with you. And I'm going to talk right. to you and see where you really at, right. you know? So I, okay, we can only go as far as I can throw you. I, and I see you, come on. Right. It's just, that's how it really is, you know? So I don't really. That's my. That's my it. take on it, I man. That's good. That's good enough. That's for me. my take. <laughs> Why did you stay in Cali after your injury instead of returning to Oklahoma? Oh, I get that a lot. Um, because I knew if I would have went home, that my mother and grandmother wouldn't hinder me from learning my life, if I should say, or redefining who I was as an individual. Like they really would have hindered me. Like I mm. wouldn't have figured out who I was. So like yeah. I knew that from the jump. Like when right. I left, I re- well, I went from Oklahoma to Iowa in 2004 to 2005, 
stayed in Iowa till 2006, and he came to California in 2006 um, of February. So once I left Oklahoma at age of 17, I knew that I wasn't coming back. I knew Oklahoma was not for me. I already knew that it was bigger. It was something greater and bigger, you know, and like I'm in the place of California now. I know there's bigger and greater things now. I'm ready to go now, ready to jump ship. So I didn't I didn't go back, man, because I knew my, my folks would have babied me. My grandmother loves me. My mother loves yeah. me. They just, no, you good. Stay, lay in the bed. You, you right. all right. Bro. Don't. Nah. I gotta and that's this a real thing because a, a lot of times people don't really understand like our family and our friends, they love us so much that a lot of the times their love can end up being hindering because of we're course. trying to be our own independent selves. I know of when course. it was time for me to move from Northern California to out here to LA, my mom was like, no, I'm not ready for you to go. Like it was the whole thing. And we had to have a real back and forth. So I love that you were transparent about that because a lot of yeah. times people, our families, our loved ones don't realize that their love can sometimes be and translated to us as a hindrance. Um, although we know it's completely unintentional, but of course, 100%. It, yeah, it's just one of those things. And uh, I still ain't going back. That part. Listen, because I'm definitely not going back if I can avoid it at all costs. So how did or do you block people questioning your abilities in all aspects? I don't. Why? Why try to block them? I'll allow it. You know, I really, I'm really open. I really try to be transparent, like you say. Like, I yeah. really try to just understand where they're coming from because they might say something that I might not see. You know, so I don't try to block them out or... I just listen to what they say. So their opinion doesn't mean, it, it doesn't mean anything to me. But I really mm -hmm. want to hear what you say because we can really, might have an intelligent conversation and you might educate me and I might educate you. So I don't want to downplay myself because that person might be able to give me some valuable knowledge. Vice versa. Right. So if, if they have something negative to, to say, you know, I'm just going to, you know, vacate the premises and, you know, let the clown have a circus, you know. So I'm not going to entertain stupidity. But at the same right. time, I'm not going to block people out too as well. I love that. I love that. You know, you got you got to be open, and that's the thing is because if we're not educating each other, then everyone's going to continue to be ignorant. So it's 100%. like it's necessary to to do that. Um, do you think trainers have been properly trained to train people who have disabilities? Um, I, I only think the ones that's properly trained to help people with disabilities are individuals and chairs like mm -hmm. because you can have trainers that went through like a training session or a program to help people which they can help but yeah. i think it's better to always deal with someone that's going through what you're going through or has a similar situation because you can't tell me about something that you're not even going through so why the fuck am i going to listen to you but yeah. there are some trainers i do have a buddy of mine he's in a wheelchair he trains people with disabilities and spina bifida and but now that's when you, you go see a therapist you know that's in a hospital that can help you with things that they've educated themselves on that went to school for x y and z but when it comes to the training aspect i really do truly and feel and believe that you should deal with someone that's actually in your situation that mm -hmm. can kind of give you that extra push because they're actually going through it so they can talk about some things that an able-bodied person wouldn't be able to understand because they're not going through it but right. they are a good source, though, because they do have education when it comes to the book. But right. we're living it, which is totally different. Right. 
Love that. So where Cali. where are you based, Brian? Cali, Long Beach, baby, Long Beach. Long Beach, oof. Long Beach. LBC, all the way out That's there, right. huh? That's <laughs> right. Is there anything that you do faithfully every day to maintain your mental toughness? Ooh. That's a okay. tough one so, because sometimes I'm all over the place because my schedule is just crazy. Like I, I'm good at having pep talks. Mm -hmm. And when I mean my pet talk, someone that I trust, if I'm, if I get in a little mood or a moment where it's just like, it's overbearing and I need to get it off my chest. I, it's just yeah. deep and I need to just let it out yeah. because I don't speak to everyone. I don't talk to everyone. So mm -hmm. when I have that moment, I do have an individual that, me and that person will really talk and just go at it. And then it's like therapeutic afterwards. And sometimes yeah. it's been times where I went to go see a therapist just to get it off my chest. Yeah. And, and a lot of people are afraid to go see a therapist. African-Americans. So, yeah. We're so standoffish when it comes down to, you know, fucking shrink. And, and you, but sometimes you don't really need to just have that a therapist. You just need to talk to someone that you can trust. Someone just listen to you. Right. So you can just vent and just get things off your chest and then you'll feel 10 times better afterwards. But when I have uh, 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 to keep my mental toughness, like it's, that's one thing that I do. I'm, I'm pretty good with going by my day and, and doing everything that I need to do. Long as I'm active and I'm staying active 24 seven, I'm pretty good at that. But okay. I do have a good sense of, I need to converse with someone. I need to get it off my chest. I need to talk about it. And then once yeah. I do, okay, I can go another, five six three months or however long it's going to be until i'm good you know so right. that's that's really my thing baby i don't really have like a ritual where i wake up and read a book or i'm, I'm no i'm on a mission i'm gonna go you know so yeah. but i'm i'm pretty not knowledgeable of when i need to have that i love that and people really need to like not sleep on the benefits of having people that they can call invent to and express themselves be and that's for everybody on yeah, earth definitely. no matter the ability like it's it's so underrated the necessity to have connection in that way and to be able to be vulnerable in that way you know because a lot of times going throughout life we're not able to be vulnerable because we have to you know Fuck with people who are fucking with us and this is getting on my nerves this is happening my money you know so it's it's good to be able to to get all of those things off your chest and having a circle that you can do that with vulnerability is a strength being vulnerable now, is a strength wait a minute and now us, don't start and, on that topic and, and, and us as men the world has told us society has told us well we got to be gorilla all the time we got to be hardcore all the time we got to be like that all the time you with that with your woman like that all day, every day, nigga, you gorilla. You know, you got kids, you gorilla with your kids all day. You at gorilla at breakfast. Come on, man. Like, sometimes you got to let that. That's a facade, my nigga. Like, don't do that, bro. Because I really see right. you, you really think I see you hurting. You, exactly. Oh, you're not hurt. I see it. Don't do that. Like, just show your vulnerability because it's going to exude your strength. Once you're comfortable with that, then you're able to blossom. Because you're able to be transparent and talk about everything, not just the things you think the world or society wants you to be and how they want you to be. Be how you need to be and be who you are. So I had to learn that shit myself, man. I'm still learning that shit. This is my kind of talk. Yeah. But like, listen, I read a book called Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. 
Okay. And it literally, the entire book is about how vulnerability is a strength and not a weakness. And that changed everything for me. I preach that all the time with people. I just, okay. So are you single and what is your approach to dating as a person with a disability? No, I'm not single. I, mm. I got a woman I go home to every night and I apply that pressure to, you know, so I'm not single, baby. Yeah, you know, she probably watching pressure. I'm done with that. I go, go home ahead. and apply that pressure. <laughs> What's my favorite approach to dating? Uh, or just during your dating process with your lady, like, what was that like? How did oh. how did you approach dating as a person with a disability? I mean, that's different levels because in the beginning it was the confidence. But did you like, meet her when you were already a wheelchair user? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I met her. Okay. I was already in the wheelchair. I met her two years ago. Um, yeah. Okay. But let's let's talk about ten years ago. Ten years right. ago, my approach with women. Would have like I was I would shun women off in the beginning like I wouldn't even want a woman to approach like literally I was turning women down like come up to me one lap dance in the club I'm like eh my boys like what the fuck is wrong with you bro like you ain't never been like that like bro like right. I was just I wasn't mentally there so I would turn women down and now I I push right up on that woman I yeah you know we belong together what up you belong to me <laughs> straight up that's what I told her I mean the confidence I have more I believe I like. I have more confidence now than I did before, but I know how to deal with the confidence. To, it's not a cockiness. It's just very confident. Like, you're going to know that yeah. I'm there, but I'm right. I, I'm not going to come off as cocky in any type of way. It's just right. it's very confident. I, I want you to know, like, it's okay. Like, yeah. that's, I really come off to anyone like that. Like, not yeah. someone that I'm dating or women or men. Like, anyone in general, like, bro, like, because people want to, feel as if, okay, let me not treat him like this. Let me, no, I can't do that. No, I'm going to go, bro, like, chill out, man. Like, I fall out this chair, I get back in it. Like, motherfucker, like, bro, like, I'm in it, but that's what it is. My woman now, man, like, she loves me for who I am. You know, she'll be the first to tell you, like, I fucking love how he is. You know, I have to build up the confidence, and it it was just the person, when I seen her, I made eye contact with her, and she was actually at one of my fitness expos. A few of my girls that came with me to my um, fitness camp, I told one of my girls, hey, go get her for me. Because I was training, like, 50 other girls, and I didn't want to stop doing what I was doing and look unprofessional. I was just, hey, go get her number for me. She got her number. I invited her. She invited her to the studio. She came for a few sessions. Then I told her, I said, yeah, you know, we belong together. (laughs) Look, I'm going to tell you what I want. Yeah, we belong together. And she thought I was fucking crazy. She said, you're crazy. I said, you fucking right, and you love it. And two years later, she didn't fucking keep it rocking with me. You know, so... I from, love that so fucking no much. confidence to, nah, babe, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm, like, the thing is, as a man, we go through stages. When I was yeah. younger, when I was 19, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, you're thinking it's just penetration. I'm just, I'm just trying to fuck, and that's it. Right. Now it's, I really know what I want from a woman. Right. And I really know what she needs. So when I knew who I was as a man, when I knew what I wanted, I'm going to let you know what I want. There right. is no if, ands, buts about it. If you got to keep asking the man what the fuck he wants over and over and over, and the nigga can't tell you, he really don't want you. He really can't give you what you need. So I'm going to be straight up and tell you, babe, this is what you're getting into. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. What do you want? You know what I'm saying? 
This is the best fucking She thought I was crazy now. I love it so (laughs) much. Okay, so I think we got time for one more question. What is the greatest lesson that you've learned since your injury? Um, Don't put any boundaries on yourself. No restrictions. No restrictions. No boundaries. Like, you're still human like everyone else. Yeah. No boundaries. No restrictions. None. That's that's my greatest lesson. Like, keep it on that level. Like, because I try to think of things as a whole. Like, mm-hmm. when you look at a tree, you see the beautiful tree. I try to think of how the tree grew. Like, what soil was used? What kind of seed? Like, I try to think of things as a whole. So when I say no boundaries, there's so many things that comes with no boundaries. I, I can dig it. into no boundaries and talk about so many different things that give that limits you and that puts boundaries on you and the reasons why. And yeah, man, no boundaries, no limitations. I love it. I love it so much. Yo, no this was as amazing as I knew it would be. No, I appreciate I'm, it. Baby. Make sure you go follow Brian. Um, there was a lot of questions that I saw going by about like how much do you charge and all those things. DM him. And Definitely. ask him all those questions about that. You could scroll through his page, see his before and afters of his clients. They really are transformative. I'm just really excited to just see another person with a disability who's really like killing the game. And so I, I'm really, really happy to have had this conversation and have it live. The full conversation will be available on my IGTV afterwards. Um, Brian, is there anything that you want to share with the people, anything that you're working on or how to get in contact with you for training or anything like that? Yes, I am doing the virtual workouts right now. We're doing challenges every single month. I'm going to do something special for next month because it's my birthday. So I want to do something special for the ladies that actually join the challenge, which I do something special for every month. But if you join next month because it's my birthday, it's going to be something amazing. So you can definitely reach out to me. You can DM me. You can ask me any questions you want. And uh, trust me, I will reach back. It might take a little time, but I will reach to you ladies. I will reach to you guys. You know, any questions, there are no limitations. Whatever you want to know, whatever you want to ask. If you ask, I tell. If you don't, I won't that part yes ma'am so much thank you everyone for joining us this was really really great thank you for all your questions and then catch me later in the week for my new guest bye everyone y'all this is what i'm talking about you see how confident you can be even with a disability many people don't realize that it's possible so i'm incredibly grateful that brian shared these gems of wisdom and transparency Be sure to follow him on Instagram at bodiesbyb to check out his fitness training challenges. Thank you again and catch me next time on The New Narrative. This podcast is brought to you by Entertainment Speakers Bureau in association with Sitting Pretty Productions and Tasty Shop Media with production sound design by Bonnie and Clyde Productions.